You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's AfterBuzz TV's The Following After Show. Well, Bing is for doing, and we are doing the AfterBuzz following show. I'm Joe Sanfilippo. I'm joined, as always, by Mr. Joe Braswell. Hello. Miss Teresa Law. Hey, everyone. Noted network publicist. I'm sorry, Joe. I did not say Joe is from uh, ESPN's Grantland and Extra. Teresa Law is a noted network publicist, as we've noted every week. <laughs> and Mr. Nando Val, formerly of Attack of the Show. Yeah. What's up, everybody? Tonight is a very exciting episode. Uh, uh, we have uh, uh, a phone interview with Aiden Canto, who um, might have died tonight. No, he's here. <laughs> oh! No. <laughs> well, he's dead on the show. He's but dead, he's dead on, on the show. show. He's here that's, with that's us right. tonight. People, people survive he, even when they die on TV. Even when TV. they die on TV? <laughs> it's yeah. not a spoiler at this point. All right, so, so Aiden Canto is joining us this evening, and we're very, very excited to have him. This was an awesome episode. Did you guys enjoy this? We enjoyed this episode greatly. Um, do we want to get into some general impressions, or, do we, or, or what do we want to do first? Just maybe maybe really quickly? Hey, real quick general impressions, and then let's let's talk to Aiden. Yeah. Okay. So what do we think, Joe? Uh, I was really shocked that they that they killed Aiden. Yes, I and and the way I'm, I'm still alive. Paul died. Paul man. died. I'm sorry. Aiden. <laughs> Aiden, there he is. Aiden just carrying me, ladies and gentlemen. Mr. Aiden Canto. Canto's on the line, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no one killed me. Stop it. Um, were were you, were you surprised, Aiden? You know, I I, I wasn't. I I totally saw the big picture. And it was necessary. Like you're going to see how the story's going to change, or how everything comes together because of this. So, in fact, Paul's life does, you know, mean something in the end. Wow. Whoa, oh, that's interesting. Well, we we you know, jumping back slightly. We talked to Valerie on the show a couple of weeks ago, and she was fantastic. And she talked a lot about how you don't get these scripts until sometimes you know day a day before or very very shortly before. So you're thumbing through the pages, actually wondering who died. When did you find out that this was it for you? Well, we kind of knew it was it was bound to happen to one of us, and uh, it was all depending on what direction the story was taken. So I kind of knew probably four episodes before okay. it was going to happen. Of course, it was different when I when I heard it was going to happen. Of course, you know, as an actor, you're having a hell of a time in a project like this, and yeah, you know, it's like you're bummed for a bit. But when I read the episode, when I read episode nine, I read the script. I was totally fascinated by it. I, I, I thought the way this guy left, he, the way he uh, died was just amazing. And uh, not just when I read it, when we were shooting the thing, it was a, a beautiful experience as an actor uh, to go through something like this and with a character like Tom, definitely. Now, uh, when we also, when you talked to Valerie, we were talking a lot about the dynamic between the three of you and, and Emma in particular is just so dangerous and conniving uh, uh, well not, not dangerous but uh, in that way but she's, she scares me but I, I really thought that Paul was the most dangerous one out of the group he, he had so many different complex emotions and just uh, just his arc uh, and Emma, Emma talked, or, or Valerie talked about how Emma. She felt sorry for. She felt like defending Emma because she felt like Emma was a, a very tortured soul. How, how do you perceive uh, Paul? Do you feel the same way about him? I, I would think that you do because this man, he's not evil. I don't think I look at him that yeah, way. Yeah, well, he's very. The, the way I've always looked at Paul, I, I've always believed he's a very passionate guy. Like everything he, whatever he believes in, he puts his life on the line for it, and you know. Sweat and blood for it. it. That's it means his life. So in that that being said, Paul to me is is uh he's just he's a, a very he's a complex mind. Now, don't get me wrong, he is evil, but he is he's very uh, loving and you know limitlessly. And and uh, we saw that this this time, you know he was willing to say you know 
take me. You know, this is this is beautiful. It's your first time. It's going to be perfect. Well, that's kind you of know, the, he he went out. What's that? That that's the vibe I, I get from 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 what you put together with Paul. I mean, I really got the sense that that um that I mean, obviously you were committed to Joe, but I didn't get that zealot feel from you that that we get from some of the other followers. I got more of a sense that you had this this passion for Jacob that that developed over. Maybe it came right away. Maybe it developed over time. I don't know. But but it was so complete. That's what I enjoyed the most about it. It never felt cheap. It never felt uh, one dimensional. It always felt like a, like a like a like almost a paternal, a fraternal, and 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 a lover thing. It felt it felt very layered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's something that definitely came uh, gradually. You know, through every episode, you know, I had an idea about Paul when I when I shot the pilot. But then reading and understanding what what the whole story was, um, the direction it was taking, yeah, I understood him every time. He just more and more and more. You know, getting to the farmhouse and going through the whole experience in the farmhouse definitely opened my mind through. Uh, you know, to, to this guy's life, you know, Paul. Aiden, in this episode, we get a flashback and we learn a little bit about your backstory, um, about your father and how you were 12 when you killed him. Can you talk a little bit about that and how that yeah, influenced it's, uh, the character? <laughs> well, I, I, I definitely, when I, well, again, I have to say, when I read that part of the script, I was just fascinated by it. it and, you you have to endure a character like this. I mean, I know he is he's he's a bad guy in, in this show, but he you understand why he became the guy he is, and, and uh, the the things he went through as a kid. You you probably didn't see them objectively through flashbacks, but in that one scene, you you understand the whole gist of him. And um, you know, after something like that, you're like, oh, you, you kind of it's so strange. I mean. It, you, you know, as an audience, if I were the audience, I'd kind of, you know, looking at it, I've been watching the show as well, and it's like, uh, I have a sense, I, a sense I want this guy to to make it, I, I, at least to be, you know, taken to prison or something, but not, you know, I, I don't want him to go through any more harm than he's already been through as a child. Right. There, there's, you know, there's a bit that, that's interesting. We've been sort of want, waiting for the a little more of the Paul backstory because we've gotten a little bit of everyone else and, and got a little bit of sense of why everyone else is a a killer and b why 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 they're following Joe. But so this was good to sort of get that complete picture. But I but I have to ask you back at the back at the cabin, you know, back, back at the, uh, the the farmhouse, I should say. Uh, I, I was really trying to figure out. I mean, I, I couldn't get, really get wrap my head around you know Paul's exact motives was he really you know was he more loyal and had allegiance to joe or was his allegiance to to jacob it felt like somewhere along the line he started with joe and then sort of like was there for jacob and then maybe had his own motives i mean where 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 was he as a follower from your point of view yeah well again i have to bring up how how important it is for this character Paul to have a, a safe haven to have a place in life you know some kind of shelter he can fall back to and, and feel uh, loved so at the start you know the flashback today's episode we can see how how important it was for him to be part of, of, of the cult of a part of his family with Joe and he, he was anxious he was excited to be there and he felt offended when he was put to the test by Emma and Jacob so he kind of, you know, he, he's he succumbed in the end, and he kind of twisted it. He, he turned it around on Jacob, and but he decided to be cool about it. So first, he was very passionate about being a part of this family, this this cult, uh, Joe. And of course, you know, through the years, being with with Jacob in, in this whole scheme they were pulling for Sarah Fuller. I mean, of course, he 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 found this place again through Jacob, and you know, he he was just a perfect life perfect life with this guy and at first he was just a friend and all of a sudden you know well you put two guys like this you know with with huge voids in their lives and just confusion all over the place you put them together in the same roof you know something's bound bound to happen and and it happened you know these guys i don't know if you could say they fell in love They, they they were just totally fond of each other and yeah they loved each other in a way and um so yeah it it kind of deviated a bit but in the farmhouse I can understand how it could seem um, his world is, is like his priority was Jacob, but uh, I think he just felt out of place, and he he was feeling like they just stole that place he had. They stole his uh, his authority from him. Emma just came in, and not just 
um, she, she just she was just aggressive with this guy. He didn't even give him a chance, you know, not even friendship. She was aggressive with him all, all throughout the way, and he didn't have a, a, a chance, but to, a choice, I'm sorry, but to be the way he, he was with them. Let me ask you a question, I, and this is something that, that Valerie said a couple weeks ago that she, you know, and I think Joe or, or, or Nando mentioned it earlier that, that she really didn't get the scripts, uh, didn't know much about the storyline until the, the scripts came out very, very close to shooting. Uh, did you know in advance that you that, that Jacob had never killed anybody? How, how early was, was that secret kind of dropped on you guys, or was that brought in later on? Did you guys well, know? As, for, an, as an actor. Uh, yeah, yeah, as like an actor. We, we kind of knew, knew the gist of it. We didn't know exactly that he, he hadn't killed anybody until a certain point, maybe not through the scripts particularly, but through, you know, uh, Kevin or uh, Marcos. That's pretty much how it happened. So you, you were let in on it Table relatively early. I'm sorry? Oh, so you were let in on it relatively early? Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. Well, in the table reads, we're preparing these characters, and uh, we understand, basically, it was important for us to understand where we were standing, you know, as Paul, Jacob, and Emma. And, uh, yeah, Val, you know, Emma's right. I'm sorry. Emma, Valerie's right. Uh, <laughs> we do it too here all I'm the time. I'm confused, man. No, we do it all the time. <laughs> Emily, Valerie Hill, Emma. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, Denise. Yeah, so um, we didn't get the, the scripts until probably a day before shooting, maybe two days before shooting. It was, that was exciting. It was definitely interesting. But it helped a lot to have all these table reads and all, the, all this time to to understand the characters, to understand their cores, mainly from uh, Kevin Williamson and Marco Siega. Um, just understanding where we stood made the job so easy just to, you know, read the script. We know what's going to happen now, but all we got to do is just put the character in there and, and instead of creating the whole thing from, from scratch. So it was easy in that sense, but it was so surprising, you know. Hey Aiden, this is uh, this is your first uh, first role here in the states. You, you're you're known more in Mexico. What's the experience been like with you? I, I, I'm guessing shooting out in the East Coast, you, you've people have recognized you and maybe talked to you about this. What, what's been uh, what's been the take from people who run into you about your character? Well, it was it was kind of um, a process. At first, I'd get a lot of looks, just people looking at me. And to be honest, I, I kind of you know I didn't. Uh, connect the dots. I, I just thought, you know, I had spilled something on myself or something. <laughs> I was up, you know. But then, then I understood. Oh yeah, the show's on. I forgot about that. And I guess they just didn't have the you didn't collect the minerals. Just walk up to me and say, hey, you know, you're the guy from the following. Um, but until you know, probably after episode four, they they just started. I, I did get a lot of uh, comments, and it it, it, it was um, it was an interesting thing though because. I loved how people actually become involved with these guys. I mean, all these messages I've been getting in Twitter, um, they're very passionate about, about these guys' stories. It, it's, uh, it's a great show. It's a great story. And uh, I love the characters, the way they've been created by these writers. I mean, I got to hand it to these guys. They know what they're doing, and, and you definitely feel... Um, you, you you feel uh, safe, you know. You feel you can rely on them, and you, you never. I, I personally never uh, was against anything that happened in any episode. I understood why, and it made total sense, you know. Hmm. Just just a quick follow up to that. We talked to when we talked to Valerie. She mentioned how you know because you know Valerie plays Emma, who's a stone cold killer, as do you. She mentioned how she's in her local coffee shop and and, and women are clutching their husbands and people are afraid of her. Have you had any any experiences like that? Where they're like, oh no, there's Paul. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, there was yeah. This one time on in the elevator, I just walked in the elevator. I in probably what like ten a.m. And um, it stopped, like, on the second floor, and, and in comes this girl. And she kind of just, like, stops, you know, kind of, like, jolts back a bit. And she's like, oh, I'm going to get out. You need Paul? And so I had to say, don't worry. I'm not Paul's right. I'm, I'm not going to do anything to you. It's okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> good. So she stuff. just walked in and it was, and she smiled. It was all good, but it was it was funny because it was just like the start of the day, you know. And she was probably a little sleepy still, but after watching the following the night before, she couldn't get any sleep from watching the following before. So, <laughs> yeah. so you were her nightmare pretty much, I guess. <laughs> yeah, these guys really. I mean, I I love the show. You know, as a 
as, as part of the audience as well, I mean, not just a, an actor in the show, I have to say, I, I really like it. I, I'm definitely a follower of the following. Well, and, and just um, you know, just to piggyback on, on, on Nando's question earlier about, I mean, you know, this being this, I want to know about the process in terms of how, like, how did you how did you get the role? It's it's a pretty big, you know, I'm not saying it's a big jump, but it's a, it's a big role in a high profile network show. Um, you know, this being your first uh, English speaking part, I think in, I don't know if it's English speaking, but first uh, part here in the states. Like, how did that come about? How did you land this role? I'm glad you I'm glad you did land it. You know, but how did that work for you? And I know how that how that feel. No, it, it was definitely amazing. I, I basically it was a it was a process. I, I you know I decided to move back to the states uh, January last year, and uh, I was going to meet with some networks, but I, I met with Fox first, and we clicked. Everything you know pretty much went well with them, and and they decided to uh, offer me a holding deal, and uh, I worked with you know I pretty much read with I mean the pilots they had. The following was the first pilot I read for. I the first pilot I ever read, and I just loved it. Every other pilot after that was kind of, you know, after comparing it to that one, it was just you know a no-brainer. So I loved I loved the show for starters, and um, I you know pretty much the same way you know anybody else I I think in any of us would, would land the uh, the character. You you read for them. You you prepare. You know, you read for it, and then you know you you go through all these filters and negotiations take place, and, and you know all of a sudden there there I am. You know, <laughs> fantastic. Def- definitely, yeah. definitely. Oh, it's, it's been quite a ride. I, I, I feel, you know, I feel grateful, and I, I feel grateful to be in this, uh, you know, in this position. We got, we got. I mean, obviously, this, this. Um it, this is all about the serial, you know, Joe Carroll and his and his followers, and there's a lot of violence in here. But I think one of the scenes that, especially in the beginning of the season, people just kept talking about the press was just the uh, the shower scene in particular, and just uh, I guess the relationship that you had with uh, with uh, Valerie and well that the characters had Emma, Paul, and Jacob. Uh, Valerie actually mentioned that that shooting the shower scene in particular was a pretty tough day. What's your take on on that scene? Because that was uh, that seemed pretty interesting to say the least. Well, it, 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 and not just the scene, but just the just the relationship in general. I mean, it's a pretty it's a pretty groundbreaking relationship to see this this sort of gay, straight, gay serial killing threesome at nine o'clock on Fox, which was which was really groundbreaking and, and great to see in a lot of ways. But when you read that, did you have any you know, did you have any you know sort of pause at all when you read that? And, and how was it shooting those scenes? Well, I I didn't want to bring uh, my perspective. Uh, you know, I didn't want it to cloud any kind of possibilities Paul would, would have. Uh, I think that would be a mistake, and, and that's kind of a, you know, it, it, it's one of the reasons people end up half-assing things, and I definitely didn't want to uh, bring, bring any kind of barriers into Paul's sort of, you know, uh, process. It, it was probably difficult mainly because we had to toss ourselves over a puddle of mud over and over again right. before doing the scenes. Like, to me, that was the only... And not even complicated. At first, it was kind of... Because it, it, it was cold, I think. And, and uh, after doing that, it was fun. You know, just being there in the mud, just, like, tossing and turning and playing around was just hilarious. But then it was kind <laughs> of uncomfortable just walking around, you know, just full of mud. And, and uh, you know, it kind of goes hard on you. It, it's strange. But then the whole shower scene was kind of funny. And uh, it, it was... But it was great. I mean, Valerie's a great actress, and it, she certainly makes it easy for me to just jump in the whole plot, just looking at her, like, and, and uh, you know, I'm in the story as well. We connect, and all of a sudden, you know, we're actually living this thing. It's It makes a world of a difference, and I have to say the same for, uh, for Nico. It, it makes a world of a difference when you have generous characters, um, generous actors on, on, on set with you like that, you know, just open and opening possibilities and realities and you're all of a sudden you're there it's it's not mechanic you're actually living the situation well I will say that uh, I think many people when they first wanted started watching this uh, Kevin Bacon was a big reason for people to watch this and Kevin Williamson but but the three of you really broke out and and you became the most compelling part of this story so far just the relationship that you three have had in in the farmhouse I completely agree oh thank you so much I completely agree 
and every week we, we would meet to talk about all this stuff and it was very funny like you know uh, after a while kind of take a reading and you're like we spend more time talking about the three of you than just about anything else for right. the for the first few, five weeks <laughs> we loved the farmhouse uh, we really did I we, thought we didn't was, want the farmhouse to end we were very sad <laughs> <laughs> you know what I love what, <laughs> a, sep- a separate show about the farmhouse just, just, <laughs> just the spin-off a spin-off we need about four, the farmhouse we need 14 episodes 14 hours on the farmhouse <laughs> <laughs> You'd pitch that pitch There's that no for farmhouse. next season we can, I'll, I'll call Kevin it'll we'll have to be a prequel it'll yes. have to be a prequel at this point <laughs> but we can make it happen we, right <laughs> this is stuff you didn't know you know one of the things I love yeah, exactly. I love about interviews with with, 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 uh, with with folks when when they talk about these crazy scenes is like the, the public gets caught up in the content of the scene like the three of you in the shower and what went on but it's funny when it's talking to you when, when we're talking to the actual actors it's like dude it was cold we were covered in mud you know like 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 the actual groundbreaking content of the scene becomes completely superfluous compared to like the misery of getting to that spot I just I love that I love that what the takeaway that, does that you know what I mean yeah, I totally understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, there's a lot of things going on, you know, aside from the actual, from, from when you're watching. And still, even, you know, the whole shower scene, I totally understand what you're saying. Like, everybody talks about that, and, and I got a lot of questions in that scene alone. But, um, you know, it's so, it's just a situation these characters go through, and, and it, it's just a, another dot in, in all of these dots, you know, at the end. And they make the world of a difference when you, you know, connect them. So tell us what's next for you. We want to see more of you. The viewers love you. What do you have in the works? Well, there's there's a couple things. I, I honestly can't uh, mention anything yet. I'm you know I've been instructed to <laughs> non disclosure. <laughs> I don't want to get sued or anything yeah. like that. But but yeah, fortunately, uh, and I certainly would like to share this with you. You know, which is like right. probably by next week I, I will be able to. But there's great things coming our way, uh, both in in film and television so we're in a good spot and there's good things coming I have a pitch Zombie Paul comes back to The Walking Dead <laughs> as, as a zombie walking, seri- now that would be that would be interesting a zombie I, I can, serial you know, killing Zombie serial killing. Uh, Zombie serial killing. Mud soaked. Mud soaked. <laughs> guy, guy, he just lives in the shower. That's just the, the zombie that never leaves the shower. <laughs> that, that, that's, that's my pitch. Which is yes. And it doesn't matter if it's cold. He's a zombie. Maybe this is why I haven't sold the show. <laughs> Maybe that's the, the farmhouse and the zombie and the zombie Paul. That's that's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, listen. We it, it's it's been fantastic having you. We're gonna, we're going to chat about the show. I don't know if you have to stay, or if you can go, but we're you know we're, we're going to chat a little bit about this episode and get some of the takes about this episode. Before I mean, I don't know. We'll give you an opportunity. What did you think of tonight's episode? I mean, in terms of where it, how it advanced the story, how it advanced where we are in in terms of what we're going to see from um, from Joe, Carol, and them. Actually, I should ask you. Do you know? I mean, we know that they shot the finale uh, last week, I believe. And so, do you know how this thing ends? I mean, you have friends in the show. Do you know how it ends? Or are you still in the dark? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. Well, I, I know. I know a version of it. Okay. Uh, if they haven't changed it, then I do know the end. Okay. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Great. But uh, and how, okay. so how does that end? <laughs> how exactly does that end? <laughs> What's that? What, what exactly happens in the finale? You can just, it's yeah. just us listening. It's just the four of us. <laughs> okay. So basically, you know. No. <laughs> You know, I, I loved, I loved, you know what, I loved uh, episode, the last episode and this episode, all of them, but, you know, last episode and this one, they really got me. I mean, these guys are pushing their envelope, and, and it's it's amazing the, the work that they're doing. Um, it, it, the way everything's progressing, and these followers that, that uh, you know, become the highlight of, of the episode, these, these characters you didn't know, they're great actors. I love the... Uh, I, I'm, I'm terribly sorry, but I don't remember her name. This, uh, and she played uh, the, you know, the the main killer tonight. Oh Marin, yeah, Marin, totally Marin Ireland is yeah. the name, and she played Amanda, Amanda Porter. Marin Ireland, she's fantastic actress. Yeah, yeah. she is amazing. I, I mean, I, I, I just love her work, and uh, you know, you, 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 they take it to another level every time. And I think that's one of the reasons why the show's doing so well. You know, just got they, they know how to cast. It's, it's really really good 
Yeah, we used to refer to you guys as the college kids, and then everybody else it seems to be getting like more mercenary as, as as time progresses. These guys seem to be getting a little more more serious. But you guys were the ones that we thought in the beginning were like, oh, well, it's going to be a bunch of college kids, and then yeah, no, not so much. Well, did you did you, did not you so much. was that was that mapped out? Did you know that it was going to kind of go from these fresh faced you know college kids to these paramilitary shift this this shift into this cult? Is that something that you kind of knew as uh, through the arc of the season, or were you surprised as us to sort of see this the shift? Well, it, it only made sense considering all these things these guys are doing and how, how ahead of the game they are and how they can actually get, um, you know, Ryan and uh, Deborah Parker and Sean's guys. Like, it's it's ridiculous how these guys have been in on everything. So it kind of makes sense for them to have ex-military and, you know, uh, the sheriff in there, the teachers. And you look at all these guys' faces and they have just a good eyes. They're good people but that have kind of a Slightly twisted views on life. <laughs> slightly. Slightly. A little <laughs> bit. Killing people, cults, slightly. A little bit. <laughs> slightly twisted. So, what enjoy- so, so Aiden, what yeah, you, no, do you- no, Yeah, totally twisted. That's what I meant. Do you, so, what's do, you, that? do you want to stick around for a little bit, or do you want to uh, jump off? No, I actually have. I, yeah, I have to jump off. I have That's this fine. thing in the morning. I have to, you know. I'm, I'm not an early riser, so you know. Every time they toss those times at me, it, it, you know, I struggle with it. But I, I'm good. All I need is a good, uh, well, a hey, good because hey, I just dropped coffee. So, Aiden, one last really quick thing. Just curious, uh, as we we're about to let you go, uh, I'm just curious if there were any scenes or anything uh, that were shot that maybe made the cutting room floor, maybe a, a flashback or anything else that perhaps we can look forward to in a DVD. Well, yes, yes, you, you you will definitely be surprised. Great. I mean, there, there's still uh, Paul may stick around. You, you know, you, you, you'll there's see. There's more to see from Paul. <laughs> oh, that's good to know. Okay, great. Well, but, well, as we tape this, it is 11:45 Pacific time, and it's uh, it, it's much later on the 12, East Coast. Twelve one two forty five. Two forty five on the East Coast. So we really appreciate you sticking this out for us this late. Thank yeah, you thanks so much. Thank you so much. much. No, thank you guys so much. I had a good time. All right, cool. All right, well, we'll we'll see you soon, hopefully, and uh, and good luck to you. And we'll, we're waiting to see more of Paul and then more of, more of Aiden as well. Absolutely. No, thanks for your time, and, and uh, yeah, well, I'll see you soon. I'll sure. talk to you soon. Right, mucho lot, gusto. Man. Gracias. Bye. Oh, look at you. Look at that. I had to throw, throw the Latin Spanish in there, too. Why'd you wait until the end to throw the Latin the Spanish I did. I waited till the end. Was that bad or what? You know, I got to tell you, he said beautiful, and his love, his last scene there, he thought it was a beautiful thing, that the gift he gave Jacob. I, You know, the more I think about it, he, that was beautiful. That he okay. gave Jacob his kill. That was beautiful. All right. Como se dice beautiful in Espanol? Bellissimo. Oh, bellissimo. Bellissimo. Well, that's, that's more Italian, I think. Uh, bonita, I thought, right? Bonita. Bonita's good, too. Bonita. You're not a real... You're I'm not, not real, no yeah. Spanish. Okay. <laughs> I'm not a major expert. What the hell's going on here? I'm sorry, it's my fault. <laughs> that's exactly why, that's exactly Get why I waited. Get back on the phone. Aiden. <laughs> this is an outrage. <laughs> so, anyway, so, okay, so... Uh, getting into, let's get back into the episode here. Yes, Can we get some general takeaways. I think we ought to. All right, so so I, you know I I, I just want to say yeah, I, I thought the episode was 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 also great. I still loved it. I mean you know um, I love the fact that they gave Ryan Hardy an opportunity to sort of run point. I love the beginning where they set up with the major conference yes. call because we talked about this whole you know FBI WTF. It seems like every these last two episodes they've gone to great lengths to sort of pedal backwards and say we're not so incompetent. We're on this. This is a major major event. So they're in a conference call with the CIA, the NSA, the right. ATF, uh, Department of Homeland Security. Like so that was really in a, in a full briefing with Ryan Hardy running it. So that was that felt felt a little more. Gave it a little more gravitas and gave and gave a little less reason for our boy uh, Nick uh, Donovan to question Hardy. Nick's going to be angry character. anyway. My favorite character, Nick. <laughs> what I liked about you that. Pull that shit again, Hardy. That's it. That's yeah. In my office. Do I have an office? I'll find one. <laughs> what I liked about that opening, too, is I feel like it. Uh, if anyone has not been following the following, yeah. I felt like it was a really good starting it's point for recap. people in the middle. A good recap right Here's there. what's happened so far. Yeah. So you mean to tell me this is, there's a serial killer on the loose? And you we keep messing things up and we can't catch anybody? There's a so, cult. They have a huge How many in the somewhere. cult? There's a mansion, you we say? about 100. Right. You they went from under twelve to upwards of a hundred. Right. That's what I wrote down. Now you have a you have a flashlight or you have a gun now? 
That's just and the last line before the opening credit, and the last line in that scene was, "It's time for him to tell the next part of the story." Like I said, yeah. right? Little bookend, good, good right? little intro. There. Are you ready, off. boys and girls? Are Here we right? go. Yeah. Uh, I really enjoyed that. The, one of the things they did in that first scene that I thought was that I thought was great. I'm agreeing with you 100. percent They they also talk about the types of personalities that can get involved in a cult, which I think has been lacking a little bit in this show. I think obviously we keep casting them, we keep you, we keep seeing them, but there's no one that's really sat down and been like. Well, ladies and gentlemen, here's how here's the type of person that is involved in a cult. They're typically some college education, some di- you know, some distance from people around them. Some, th- but they did that, and I, I, that I think is uh, it lends credibility to the show because there are folks that watch it and go, "There's no way people would do this," but over and over again, David Koresh, uh, you know, with with uh, in Waco, mm-hmm. and you've got the Jonestown Massacre. Over and over again, this has happened. So I, I like that they spent a little time on the psychology of that. I thought that was cool. Yeah, they they, they gave the laundry list. Of like, yes, you, know, you have the you know the disenfranchised, the military mm-hmm. people. Housewives. Yeah, the housewives, everyone. So that was a good way to sort of give give the full list of who we're dealing with here. But I agree. Yeah, there were a lot of great moments for me in this episode, lots of great flashbacks. Definitely in the top three was Louise getting killed by Ryan the way that she... Yeah. did. Yeah, she yeah, had yeah. it coming to her. And Sorry, Joe. I was bummed. I mean, <laughs> I know you love her. I, I did, but, her. but you know what, though? The way the way he did it, you, you don't have the... I did. That yeah. was awesome. <laughs> you don't have the boom. Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was pretty great. That was a good, a good shocker there. Mm. And also, proving Kevin Bacon doesn't F around. No, he does not. Yeah. No. Or Ryan Hardy. Ryan Hardy. Well, Ryan Hardy. Kevin Bacon doesn't around either. Oh, okay. Have you seen that guy? Have you seen the Bacon Brothers? They can yeah. play. Who's <laughs> <laughs> never around on the stage? You seen the boy dance, Footloose? You're going to pay me first, then I'm going on. That's how this is going to be. <laughs> no. No, he doesn't play. What else, Teresa? Tell me what else leapt out at you this week. I thought it was in a really emotional episode for the characters that we care about. Yeah. You know, Jacob's Jacob. first kill. That was sure. just a heart-wrenching right. scene. Right. Um, I didn't see that coming. Did you guys? Did not see that coming. And there's, and there's clearly a transformation there that happened. And we'll slow it Right. Like you turned yeah. into evil, oh, evil butterfly. I was going to say, that's one dark butterfly, yeah. man. It just came it's out of that. It's about time. He was a little too Tag Romney. Yeah. He's, well, the tag, yeah, the tag Romney you know, was a little too much. And then the faux James Dean. Now he's really... Uh, there was a darkness yeah, in that. Yeah, that that's foyer. a really good switch. Wow, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I, what about you, Nando? What you got? Oh well, I mean, general, God, it's so, general impressions. General impressions overall. I, I I thought it was great. I thought it was great to see the transformation at the end, just like you said of uh, of um, Jacob. Uh, I I thought it was really interesting to see Deborah Parker taking a different role. She's she's you know a little bit of a different role now. She seems to be uh, yeah. demoted a little bit. Well, that, well, good. I was going to say that's that's our uh, our uh, what is his name uh, Donovan Nick Donovan Nick Donovan Nick Donovan's that's that's Ethan. part of the purpose of that cat- of, of that character is to allow Parker and Ryan to be buddies because right. yeah. you know once you've got the the guy on top who's really not into anything or anybody ever then then Parker can be uh, can be a friend so that's kind of neat I thought that and was then, cool the way they did that the, the, the way they had the you know they explained to her because the question was last week was well how are we all going to stay around yeah and Donovan's running the scene now that makes me obsolete Hardy you're not supposed to be here and they did a the whole thing where Donovan's like well obviously. Hardy's integral to this, mm-hmm. and clearly we need you to babysit Hardy. So here you guys are, and so that that you know that's kind of how we started the episode. So that was good. And nice then, little bow. and yeah. then this Amanda Porter character. I know we're going to talk a lot more about her, but I, okay. you know, talk about spinoffs. We'll, let's have one spinoff of the farmhouse, and let's just have one right. spinoff with her. Yeah, that is. Yeah, she great. have her own show. I'll follow her. She anywhere. sends out some crazy vibe that is just. I mean, it's phenomenal. Yeah, she's she's a she's a great actress. I'll, I'll we'll, we'll get to her in a second. But yeah, I got a couple questions. Oh, I don't want to rush you, man. If you want to get that, we'll I, get there I, later. I, I ask questions for the group. Tell one, me. One mm-hmm. question. What, what do you got? Where's Joey? Oh, Ooh. Good question. I mean, they're, they're throwing cocktail parties or the situation room. Who's watching us? Emma was downstairs yeah, drinking it up. She was babysitting. Emma, Emma's drinking and, and, and having having the sex with uh, old, old Joe. Having the sex, yes. She was having the sex. So wh- where's Joey? I don't know. He's locked up again. that special milk again. Special <laughs> milk? Maybe Joey. <laughs> Special note. Okay, uh, Joey's been knocked out again. We have no answers to that. I'm I, sure, I, hope. I do have one question um, about this week's episode in comparison to last week's. Last week's episode, when Charlie gave himself to Joe, I didn't. Like and he that. wanted his life to exactly. You didn't, I didn't like, like that. that at all. But you said several times during the Aiden interview and even afterwards that I you like that though. And it's almost the same exact thing. Yeah, but here's the thing: Joe didn't need anyone to pop his cherry. Joe's Joe's killed plenty of people. Joe's just fine. But but Jacob 
you know, I, I think Paul recognized like Jacob needs to get to get back into this. In order for Jacob to do that, he needs to have killed somebody. He needs to get this done. And I'm almost there anyway. I, and I, that to me, that that to me worked. The the whole Charlie thing didn't work because it it just seemed pointless. But this seemed like it had a point. Does that make any sense? No, it makes some sense. I, I was in the crazy bizarre logic of what we're talking I, about. I just wanted to clarify because we made such a big deal about it last week, and yet we're kind of praising this one this week. And I feel like there's obviously a trend going. This is the second week in a row where some where one of the followers has decided to give the gift of his life. Whether because they feel they failed or or they just want to give themselves to someone else, and how how such an intimate moment both of those scenes were intimate for uh, for Paul and Jacob this week, and intimate even with Charlie and and Joe last week. I think one right. of the other things that, that changed it for me a little bit is that you know that that Aiden was septic. I'm not Aiden Paul. Dang it, Aiden is fine. Aiden's fine. <laughs> Aiden's Paul fine. was septic. We just spoke to Aiden. He's fine <laughs> for for his first septic. He sounded great. No. Um, <laughs> But but Paul was septic. He was in, in you know the, the only option was to go to the hospital. We quickly be figured out who he was. I mean there was really no options for him that didn't involve him going to prison or dying. Mm-hmm. So that again you know. But Charlie was fine. There's nothing wrong with Charlie. He was in good shape. Just kicked the hell out of uh, of, uh, of. No, he of, made of, two of Sean. huge mistakes. Can't afford this mistake. Well, he fell in love with Claire. Yeah. And he didn't get the information out of Sean, but there were six guys involved in not getting the no, information he didn't, out of Sean. No, he didn't. He failed to bring Claire. He failed to bring Claire in. His whole mission Twice. was to bring Twice. Those two oh, times. Okay, all right. Don't forget all right, about all right, that. I got you. I got you. You watched the show, right? I, oh, that was mean-spirited. <laughs> that was <laughs> angry little man. <laughs> that was mm. mean-spirited. But I, so my, my, my second question okay. is... Um, this party like they have a cocktail party what was a serial killer cult cocktail party I keep like that, wondering who financing. Yeah, that's 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 my other question. I, I, We've I, asked I, that for weeks. Someone's got to come I, up I, with I the love the show, but I just I got these questions uh, that 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 big answer. Yeah, who they you know uh, you know Ryan Hardy's got the I'm sorry Joe Carroll's got the uh, the military grade sat phone. He's bouncing it off like forty seven satellites. Yeah, you know who's financing this operation? But but, but we'll get back to that. But I just want to know the party. I love you know I'm thinking it's not so bad over at the over well, at the uh, you gotta have, I mean think about it. Yeah, yeah. there's got to be a reason to have music going. They, they love the pool. They love pool. The pool, <laughs> a mean game of pool going. The glasses all were chinking. The music was going around. It's a, it's, a, it's a sweet party. Listen, you, you're going to join a cult. There's got to be the some upshot. So you're okay. So if I'm going into a serial killing cult, I want one where they're playing pool. Well, now, now wait. Now if somebody was like, "Hey, Joe, come check out this great, great group of people. I want to introduce you to them. They're wonderful." Apparently, whoever is introducing you is, is just hitting puberty. Yeah. But there, come on I'm in, not, check it out. I'm not. And, I'm not coming. No, you're not guy. coming, no matter not, what. Not with that guy. Not with that guy. <laughs> no. But like, you, you wouldn't be like, "Come to the party. Look, we're gonna kill somebody later." I'd be like, "Come right. to the party. We're gonna have a party. It's gonna be awesome. Look, we right. got a pool table. I shoot some pool. Have a couple drinks. Right. We got really good scotch. Who bought it? We don't know. It's right. here." Next thing you know, boom. Boom. How, how do you feel about cutting I'm loading, the food? I'm loading a pressurized beer gun in a diner. <laughs> 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 and this is my last question. My last question is, like, I, you know, we've been talking a lot about this elaborate chessboard, this elaborate Joe Hardy chessboard, where it seems that he got to the point of the chessboard where he's like, you know what? I'm going to let you write the write the next chapter. What do you want to do? She's like, I got a plan. I, you know, that, that's, that seems, I really hope that they're, the chessboard is still intact. Because it seems a little loose at this point. I don't know. So okay, well, well, I get that. I understand that. Yeah, nobody's got answers for me. It's all right. Well, I mean, I, to be honest, no, they're, with you, they're, they're borderline rhetorical questions. I guess. Well, I, at this point, how many episodes? <laughs> how many episodes in are we? Nine episodes. Yes. Yep. I, I don't want there to be a full blown chessboard at this point. That's no fun to watch. I want. Sure. I'd much rather have some improvis- improvisationalness, mm-hmm. improvising, because I think that's more that you, you got the, the cops actually have a chance. It feels like Joe Carroll's running. A classroom again with the way he has right. yeah. up with like the groupie, you know, that all star student that's trying to impress him. Yeah. What don't do you guys for, think about that? Don't forget, he, he, we talked about this a few episodes ago back when uh, we had a Poet's Fire with uh, the arsonist that he likes to uh, put the, you know, he likes to flower the seed. He likes to water the seed. Excuse me, flower yeah. the seed. He likes to water the seed. They have it in them. He's just giving them uh, t- room for grow. And and I think actually in the case of Amanda Porter, you know, he gave her like, "What's the chapter you want to write?" And she said, "You love your wife." She's someone who killed her husband and uh, the woman that he was cheating on uh, on her with. You know, yeah. so that's that's a big theme for her. I love her chapter. And that was an amazing chapter. I mean, it touched Joe. Joe was all about his wife. What page was the nail gun on? 
books. Pressurized spear gun, <laughs> nail gun. The nail gun page was three. pretty much through the whole book. It window. Was the thing. Ah, the window. <laughs> so, yeah, no, she was ready. Uh, I love that there were no conventional weapons for her. Like, she had people backing her up with 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 yeah, with, yeah. Uh, with, with, with nine it millimeters, but not her. She's like, I, no, I'm I spear this. gun, and then I'm going to do a nail gun, yeah. but I'm not just going to do it. And then she threw the one chick out the window, yeah? Yeah. 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 Window. That was rough. She's, she hit the ground. That we felt that one. Ooh, yeah. Lesson learned in that one: always check your peephole before you open the door. Exactly. Well, she or said it was you, police. Oh, just don't trust it right away. Well, she didn't have a peephole though. Claire, so. that, that Claire number two, that Claire Matthews, not, did not, not have a so smart. Not so. That's Claire number two, not so smart. Hey, you should get a check on the news, man. They're they're killing people what? like Claire Matthews. That's they're, crazy. Hold on. Somebody's at the door. Ah! Exactly. <laughs> they're killing people named Claire Matthews. Hold on. Let me grab that. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Like, is the police, oh, let me let you right in. There's no, yeah, there's no chain, there's no peephole. Yeah. Like, come on in, protect me. Ah! Window. No, window. That was brutal. Maybe she deserved to go. And then the cops were pulling up right oh, what then. What were you saying? You were like, it's raining. It's, it's raining Claire Matthews. It's raining Claire Matthews. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah, it's raining Claire Matthews. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're singing back at the uh, Xavier Mansion. At the that, that's what they sing. Yeah. That's, 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 after the pool, after everybody pool, lines up and, and they, they say, karaoke. It's, it's raining Matthews. All right. So, All right. Uh, takeaways? Teresa, what do you got? Takes. What do you got for us that's deep this week? I thought it was a really rough episode for Emma. Poor girl. Every time we see her, she's got a drink in her hand. Clearly, Joe isn't interested in her romantically. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, we've sort of known that, but it's finally sinking in with her. Then we have Roderick sort of just pushing her buttons, mm-hmm. egging her on, and finally delivering Jacob to her. Mm-hmm. And I think her reaction was so great, the way Valerie Curry put, played it. You know, it was a look of... great. Joy, but then fear too, because you know, obviously, she knows what she's done, but she's still excited to see him. Um, So, you know, we'll see what happens with her. It's it's been rough for her this episode. What what do you think will happen? I mean, what do you think is going to happen with, uh, you know, her feelings toward this? This whole now we have a new triangle. It seems with Joe and Jacob, but I think Roderick's actually a dark horse in this thing, too. Well, Roderick's playing... Yeah, Roderick is playing... He's a I different think he's just playing her. I don't really know who's really you, you, want, you want my opinion on Roderick? I think Roderick's um, well, making that's sure... Teresa. No. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, Joe, I want to hear. No, I, I think Roderick's... Uh, I think he's making sure there's not a Yoko Ono in this situation. He's not going to have Emma right. swooping yep. in. And so he's then, thinking big picture. That's it. Right. And, and, you know, what? What you, you slept with him, so now you get a say, you get a vote. No, right. you don't. No. Absolutely not. Where's your boyfriend? Yeah, I think you know. Let's keep this. Let's keep this all in perspective. You, 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 you slept with him because his wife wasn't here. He was really drunk. He just got out of jail. You, you're not getting a vote, right? I think this is really going to alienate Emma. Jacob obviously isn't going to have those feel- feelings for her anymore. I mean, he's, you know, he's turned. He's, a, he's because of her. He, Very you know, so the first turned. kill was because she left uh, Paul and Jacob when they needed her. Right. So. To the dark side, Star Wars reference. He's got, had a little bit of uh, Anakin Skywalker in him right there, towards the end. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Joe Flippo? I do, I do. All right, <laughs> I'll back you. Um, my turn, yeah, huh? Nando, Nando Velasquez. T- Tell us, <laughs> Nando. <laughs> Sorry, I, I got distracted. I, I decided to go on the chat room for AfterBuzz and see if anyone had any questions or anything. Well, let us know when you're ready. But uh, no, no, they're, they're actually saying some good stuff. I, I watched Tower Base. Hi there, and Joseph uh, saying we're doing a great job. So right. uh, I want to say. To give a shout out to them. Well, there you go. So there we go. But you know what? Thank let's you. talk about let's talk about this. I can't do two things at once like you can. You can't? <laughs> no way. Oh, you can. I can barely hold this pen. <laughs> <laughs> without, without throwing it at me. No, that, yeah, when we were in the other studio, I would. Well, I mean, I was just so happy to see um, see Jacob and and Paul back, even even though for at least one of them uh, back just for a little bit. Right. But uh, it, you got to see a little bit more about. Um, a little bit more about uh, Jacob, at least uh, his mom. You know, they, they have a really nice house <laughs> in well, the summer second house, second house. It's the second house. But apparently the FBI never thought to check out Jacob's mom and dad's summer home. They yeah. didn't occur to them that they it's, should be looking in there. That's a little Uh-oh. bit of a WTF, I would say. I would admit oh, that's so. a WTF. Would, would you would you would you give me that one? I will give you that oh, WTF. I, I know I sometimes that. I you have to earn those WTFs sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Is this one valid? Is that, this one legit? That was more valid. We've got multi we got a multi agency, multi acronym WTF because this time we have the CIA, the NSA, the ATF, the Department oh, Security. CIA, NSA, all, they're, and they're all in the, the, they're all the grid and none of those agencies thought to check the second house. Never. So that's <laughs> so a we know his name. CIA, NSA, ATF, FBI, WTF. 
Oh, that's rough. <laughs> you know who would have found it, though? Any good broker worth her salt would have found it. Any good, <laughs> any good real estate broker would have been like, listen, if you're interested in selling that home, I'm your guy. There you go. That probably would have worked. I'm sorry. But, but no, 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 it's all good. Uh, but no, we just happened to, lo- you know, happen to like uh, the dynamic between the two of them, and it was a really good ending. And, and as we already talked about, you know, this was a great way to, uh, to finally get Jacob. Jacob finally got his first kill. Uh, it was a bit of a mercy killing, but it was still his first kill, and he, he changed just right. from that alone. And then I, I think uh, just the whole uh, again the whole Emma Roderick dynamic uh, there just uh, just really interesting to see how how this Emma Jacob relationship is going to turn out because it it just seems like she she was in love with Jacob for a while but now she had she saw her opportunity with Joe and she forgot about everything else it's like she had tunnel vision for Joe and now she's being called out on it and while she's trying to reach out for Joe coincidentally Joe's getting closer he feels like he's getting closer to Claire so of course he's going to push her away right uh so there is a a new triangle almost brewing right now before we had that Paul Jacob uh Emma triangle now it seems to be almost a quadrangle uh, yeah. uh, uh, a really quad- Quadrangle. A quadrangle. I guess a rectangle. <laughs> or a square. A or quint- something it's a quintangle angle. A quintangle angle. Quintumbly. I would say. <laughs> I would say right now it looks like it's going to be between uh, Roderick and Joe because I still feel that uh, that dynamic between the two of them that you were touching upon last week, Absolutely. Joe. Yeah. And, oh, then, yeah. and then Emma's in the middle of this whole thing. And now Jacob's going to be throwing a little monkey wrench in the whole thing, mm-hmm. too, because he, he has devotion for Joe, just like Emma does, although maybe he doesn't want to sleep with Joe in the same way that Emma does. Hey. And he He's a little pissed off right now, I think, uh, after being left off and having to kill his one of his closest allies and best friends as a result of of the plan that went awry and the result of Emma leaving them to die right. in that house. You well, know, go ahead, Joe. Uh, one of the things I think is, is different about Jacob, Emma, and and Paul, or, or, or was different about Paul, I don't get the sense that, that Jacob or Emma will truly die for Joe. I don't get that vibe. Mm-hmm. I get the vibe that there's too they, they've spent too much time maybe apart from everybody else. There's too much of themselves invested in themselves. I get from everybody else in the cult right now. I get this, this the, the clear sense that they'll do anything for Joe. Don't care. The very much the Charlie syndrome. I'll die for you thing. I don't get that from them right now, and and that might change. But I, especially from Jacob, I really don't get it. And so I, I think the you know unless they unless they change the characters dramatically in the next few weeks, I I think there there's going to be some. It just doesn't, it didn't feel right. They don't feel as committed as, as some of the newer people. Well, technically, even Amanda didn't seem committed to die. Uh, you know, it, it, it did, the scene with Amanda felt similar to the one with Jordy from yeah. uh, from way back in the beginning, Amanda where it was a standoff, and she knew she had to kill. A, it, it, very similar. She very knew she similar. had to kill Claire. Matt. This is the part where I kill Claire. Not the real one, but this is the part how my chapter is going to be. Right. And here's Ryan trying to fool her into into not killing Claire Matthews, and uh, and and his revelation was yeah. was amazing there. But this is a woman who is crazy, and you would have thought she would have been willing to die to create this happy ending that she wanted to do. But she hesitated. Yeah, I, I did. I did want to touch on just when you talked about the whole Rod, you know, the Roderick Jill Carroll dynamic. I mean, I think it was very interesting how Joe mentioned that. You know, sorry about Louise, and yeah, you know, and Roderick was like, ah, who needs her? Like, you know, whatever his reaction. I think that was. I was very telling. I, you know, that in that moment, I couldn't tell whether he is just a complete. You know, sociopathic maniac, and just thought like, ah, who, who cares? Or if he genuinely is upset, and this is just another thing he's going to stow away to be secretly sort of resenting Joe about. Like, mm. it's, it's interesting that dynamic because that's his, that was his woman, right? I thought so. So I don't, you know, that, 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 that's that's interesting. Well, so. I'm going to save what I have an idea about that, but I'm going to save that one for predictions later on. Well, so. and, and, my, and my prediction is officially blown to hell because, well, maybe, but I, you know, I, I predicted that Paul would 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 turn. Uh, I mean, Jacob would turn. Paul, Paul, and or Paul's, Jacob would turn. Paul's going to turn when Mike uh, when Mike gets revealed as a follower. Right. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, totally. yeah. Same day. Same, 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 same episode. Yeah. Action. Jacob doesn't oh, look yeah. like he's on his way to to turn to go to go into an FBI stooge. He looks like he's on his way to being the next Carol. <laughs> They'll be together. They'll be yeah. teamed I love up. It. It'll be a spinoff. It'll be it'll be a buddy uh, it'll buddy, be buddy cop show. buddy cop show. <laughs> buddy cop show. Here we go. Joe, what, what what leapt out at you this week? What uh, was your, uh, well, your big the, the takeaway? Ob- the, look, the obvious thing. Joe, just tell everybody. The, the, the obvious <laughs> thing. Would you just tell everybody what your problem was? <laughs> the obvious thing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> 
that I've got I've got no, no the other thing was uh was Marin I- Marin Ireland who's just uh who played Amanda Porter who we just love to pieces. She's mm. fantastic to me. I mean I'm just gonna gush for half a second here. You maybe, gush maybe a lot longer. She's fantastic in everything she does, everything this woman touches. She's great in Mildred Pierce, she's great even in the killing, you know, the show that I didn't mm. love. She was great in it though, but she's obviously great in boss. I don't know if anybody watches boss, but boss is great. And she was wonderful, obviously in Homeland. Oh yes. Yep. Okay, we love her in Homeland. So, so to see her here, uh, you know, uh, she she's she was fantastic. And should we did. get some applause, Marissa? Just just, just. Yeah, cool. Oh, for her, for yeah. her, not yeah. for you. Okay. It's not for you. No, okay, I don't deserve that. So yeah, so I, it was great to see her, and I, and I love the character. I love, uh, you know, it, it, she was able to take a really over the top character and do a really over the top performance, and then somehow make it believable, which is great. Believable and still incredible, which is really hard to do because you know on the page that person can be, uh, uh, you know. That person's pretty uh, out there, and she played it pretty over the top. She, I think it, she did a great job. I love the whole, you know, the, the spear, the, the, spear, the spear gun. gun. That was the she best. had that. She had a little bit of Louise in her, actually, a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of like, I, I, this is no problem for me. This is easy, quick and clean. I'll talk to you quick and clean. Like she st- stabbed the guy at the rave, mm-hmm. like no problem. Like oh, help her. You know, and so um, had that calm conversation with the with the two women in the booth while he's while she's loading the spear gun. You know what I loved about that scene is that the spear gun was difficult, and that's yeah, what made like, that scene work. Yeah, and that God, no, I got it. Yeah. Give me a second. Give me a second. I'm going to kill you in a second. Like that that made that scene said it's work. A high pressurized spear gun. I'm like, oh, what's that? For? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what that's for. <sighs> so yeah, that was uh, all. That was actually. Pretty scary, a little scary, a little, very unpredictable, and then very unpredictable when she threw Claire number two out the window. That was unexpected. That was brutal. Yeah, that was, that was, that was pretty gangster right there. That, that was, was like some rough night yeah. shit right there. Like just threw her sure, out. I was like, just threw her out the window. She's got um, a lot of we need to check. Anger. Yeah, no. So that was uh, that was great, and, and I'm really glad to say I'm really glad that they did not kill her because as, as Nando and I hope that we all hope that she will be back, you know, in another. A la Homeland, a little more jailhouse At least. scene, maybe. Yeah, maybe they'll break her out. They, <laughs> maybe they'll break her out. Maybe they'll bring the silver helicopter. Hopefully, she doesn't have <laughs> a bulletproof helicopter. As long as she doesn't have a cyanide tablet in her in her oh, hand. Yeah. Oh no, I don't uh, want to see that. I don't, don't want to see that, that either. No. So yeah, so I lo- I, I I loved her and um, and uh, you know not much of Nick Donovan. Nick Donovan was just fairly calm. He had a couple of moments, but he was fairly calm. This he didn't yell at anybody, I don't think. Did yeah, he? he had a couple. He had a couple little, little, little bit of moments, a couple of angry brother moments. But he was, he was mostly calm, and um, that's it. That's what I got. I loved her. All right. Well, here, here's what my takeaway was for the week. I was, I was really impressed with with Hardy's uh, the honesty and the, the way kind of like, the way Kevin Bacon kind of stripped everything off at that last scene, and just he was just he was. It seemed. Uh, very, very genuine. He was just very. I love her, and yeah. and and that's it. I still love her, and there's nothing I can do about that. And and you know, and it really kind of it, it kind of hit me for the first time that you know because so much has been happening, everything's always happening so fast that there's really no time to, to dwell on the idea that 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 he he was in love with her for real. That was a real relationship. He walked away. He made that choice for whatever reasons he he made it. But I mean, you know, once you've seen the sun, how do you go back? beneath the clouds. I mean, that's got to be a miserable... Uh, th- this was the first time I really got the character. You know what I mean? Like, we've watched him from day one, drinking vodka like it was water and, you know, out of the water bottle and, and doing the whole thing. But I never understood... It, I never really got it until that scene. It really it really kind of came home to me. And I think get- it clicked for him in that scene, too. It's the yeah. first time he's really vocalized that. I think it probably surprised him as well to say all that. Ooh, that had been a better way as an actor, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And again, just to show the mirror to... Uh, I guess that was episode two with Jordy. When Jordy had Claire Matthews, the purpose of that whole chapter, I remember the theme was to cement the love story, to get Ryan interested in Claire again. And here we are, a very similar scene, and now Ryan's professing his love to her. And uh, I, I very, very so. You know, it's funny. It's all right. I'm going to be at all nerdy video game like. But you know how I call I like calling Jordy the glass Joe of yes. uh, of the show. Yeah. You know, glass it's like Joe. if Mike you ever punch out. if you ever played Mike Tyson's Punch Out or played the video the, the arcade game, like you have to fight all the boxers and then from you, the 80s from the 80s. <laughs> I'm officially dating myself. Remember you had to blow in the cartridge. <laughs> no, I'm talking about the arcade. I'm talking about game before that. I'm talking about Nando and I are older than you. I'm talking about a big old arcade game. We played the big old arcade game where you put a quarter. in Yes, and you do the moves. Oh yeah, and you do the moves. Yeah, but anyway, you play all the you play all the fighters, and then you end up with Glass Joe again. But he's ten times tougher. Yeah, you know, it's it's almost like I I don't want to compare Amanda to Jordy because Amanda's 
crazy and amazing. Right. She's more like Maggie than than like Jordy. Yeah, but it's almost like, like it's almost like he's repeating this circle. But it, it means so much more right. now. Now it's really like now he really has to profess his love. That's to, a uh, fantastic play. analogy using your glass show analogy. If Jordy is glass show number one, she's like glass show number glass show number two. Like super tougher. super tougher, yeah. improved. You it. know, better, smarter. Faster, yeah, like yeah. Ter- like T two, T three, or something. Yeah, Love exactly. It. Let me say this: <laughs> I think your analogy was rad. I think it was <laughs> absolutely Just trying to outdo my. 80s Somebody has reference. to drink something. Too. Listen, it's the eighties. You talking about yeah. the video game and the up, down, That's backwards, forward? Come on, it's rad. <laughs> That's two contra. shots. That's I, contra I, for you, Joe. I do want to just want to add to your Kevin Bacon thing that it was a you know it's it's good to see. It, I just lo- you know I love bacon obviously and it's good to see him. We all love bacon. We all love bacon. How but, could you um, not love bacon? You know, I, you know I have the three crushes on the show. The side of eggs. Natalie Z, <laughs> Kevin Bacon, and and Emma. Uh, Curry. I don't <laughs> in that order. Maybe not. I mean, in reverse order. I don't know. Anyway, it's great to see a nice piece of acting on the show. Like, you're, you're reminded of a show like this, which is, you know, fun and it's scary and it's got all this great sort of you know, pulpy, campy stuff that's happening that, you know, you get a nice piece of acting. You forget that, oh, there's freaking Kevin Bacon is in this show. You know, he's doing, you know, and not just Bacon. Everyone's doing a great job, you know, including inclu- including our boy in, in, in tonight. But, like, just really, that was a nice little scene, him, him talking no, about it. No, it, it was so raw. He, like, stripped everything away. There was nothing on it. There was no right. pretense on it. Just, like, it, this, it was... it felt fantastic to me and it and that lent all the more you know when you had the glam shot of uh, of uh, of Natalie Z in in the news footage and it's just a beautiful shot of her it worked i mean it could if if, if he hadn't made that scene work so hard that'd have fallen flat that'd have just been like tacky and awful but it to- it all sailed through cuz he made that scene work so well yep Love me some bacon. I'm with you. Yep. All right, iTunes. If you guys are listening on iTunes, we want to thank you for listening and uh, encourage you guys. If you are listening on iTunes, please rate us with fives because we love fives. And if you guys have any comments, if there's anything about the show you're liking, please let us know. We'll hap- we'll go. We'll we'll, we'll chat with you uh, back and forth and probably shout you out. Um, we'll definitely shout you out unless you say something terrible and mean. Do we have um, shout outs or? Uh, yeah, I, 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 you know. Go ahead. Go ahead. Well, well, I also them? want to encourage everybody on iTunes if you want to check us out on YouTube, you can uh, take a look at the show. To, you know, we can actually see us. We're human beings. Do we have any shout outs for everybody this week? Uh, I noticed quite a few here uh, on YouTube at least. Uh, Quan LeFou, <laughs> Maria Garina, Jake216, Miss Lost Nikita. She posts a lot. I see her a lot. Uh, Miss Lean, uh, <laughs> KDF LHL. I have no idea how you would pronounce that one. And uh, Little Miss Toe and Fuchsia Flash Dance were over on iTunes and, and on iTunes. I'm sorry, on YouTube. And then I also have. Uh, give me two seconds. I'm going to pull this up right now because I want to. Because there were just some two good ones here. Oh, Meg589 uh, and Joey 1957. Wow. So you uh, show those to me. Somehow I don't have those. You don't have those? No, yeah. No. Well, Meg Meg actually just was today. Even before we did this podcast, wow. with our, our latest podcast being a week That's old, right. she wrote, love you guys. I, t- I turned folks onto your show every chance I get. Keep oh, it up. So oh, she's yeah. she's getting people to follow us. Well, I, 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 I want to I shout out our girl, uh, Misty Blue. Yeah, Misty Blue. And you oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, she said she has some sweet things to say about, um, about you, Joe. And um, <laughs> what'd you say? Upright, <laughs> upright Walker? Was Upright Walker? Used? And, and, and my and mother my, said that about me. And my guy, my my European guy, Mayin. Is it Mean Mayin? M A E N. I don't know how to pronounce it, but you, you've been very active on both the following and and the Americans for us. So he's a big AfterBuzz guy. He, he and, is. And, likes the shows. He's, and he, he's everywhere. And he's Walking Dead too. He's so Walking Dead. Um, so it's good. Thank you for listening. And 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 Katie from last week, uh, French Kiss. Katie, thank you very much for for listening. What happened now? <laughs> French Kiss is her is her is her oh, that, oh, 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 I'm sorry. And her name is Katie. That's all right. Yeah. I mean, there you go. Well, thanks, you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all your lovely comments. We appreciate and, and if, it. Yeah. Like like I said before, if you have any thoughts, please, we're, we're happy to have yes. them. Oh, and Jerry Yang. And Tony Philippe. And Tony Philippe. He's, well, <laughs> Tony <laughs> Philippe. We love him. We Best, love AD, in the AD. Business. Best <laughs> AD in the business. Best AD in the business. He's going to have business cards made up by the end of the month. Best AD in the business. Should we do some news and gossip? Do we have some news and gossip? Yeah, I was reading an interview on ET Online with Sean Ashmore, and he was talking about how literally hundreds upon hundreds of tweets came in saying they better not kill Mike. This was the last episode. 
And he said, I got like 2,500 people calling me during and after that episode. I think people connected to the very dramatic sequence, which was shot amazingly. I think because our villains have been really drawn out, this was a nice moment of heroism from one of our characters. They're all going to take those tweets back when he turns. Right. When he turns. When he turns, <laughs> they're all going to be like, like oh, I'm, that's I'm, all I got to say. I'm Joe Hardy's. I'm, I'm Joe Hardy. I'm Joe Carroll's right-hand man. I'm so deep undercover. <laughs> you guys don't even know. <laughs> How, do you, how, how deep are you? I'm in a coma. That's an amazing coma. day if that does happen. This oh. chessboard. You guys, <laughs> you guys' minds are going to be blown when it happens. Oh, totally it's going to be blown. <laughs> And the only other thing I think is uh, they just wrapped last week. There was a big rap party. Yeah. I don't know if anyone follows the um, any of the Twitter accounts for uh, Marcus, Marco Siega or um, or Kevin Bacon or any of them. They, they had a pretty cool party. Although although Bacon wrote something interesting in his tweet, he said, uh, I guess uh, it's interesting how you can have a rap party and not be fully wrapped. So I'm guessing that, that at least for so the star of the show, right. he might have maybe some ADRs there's, or there's something. There's rumors that there's a couple of different endings. endings. And even Aiden kind of made it sound like right. his version might his change. Ver- the version might change. And also... Uh, just a quick happy birthday this week, Kevin Williamson. Oh yeah, who celebrated his birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the day they shot the the finale, he was celebrating his birthday. So yeah. he tweeted, you know, what a great way to celebrate my birthday with two amazing actors, Purefoy and Bacon, and then and Bacon uh, retweeted that as did Purefoy. So they were giving each other shout shout outs, and I don't know what what this final scene is. And then Joe K. Braswell got in there too and started tweeting. I did. I saw that. Yeah. I, I, I was like, what about me, guys? <laughs> I'm here. I'm here. You guys are amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday! That's what I sound like. In, in, that's in my Twitter voice. That is your Twitter voice. Yeah, it says Mickey Mouse. You, as, you know, yes. someday your Twitter voice will be like this. It's going to be huge. But right yeah. now, it's more like that. <laughs> like if you have more followers, I you know, it. ten million followers, you can tweet like this. Anyway, so yeah, so happy birthday, Kevin, and congratulations on the final episode. We we cannot wait to see it. Mm-hmm. Oh, Valerie Curry also tweeted a really cool picture of her and um and 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 uh, and, and Jacob Nico. So that was cool too. Cool. So that that. that Maybe a bit of a spoiler, but it looks like they, you know, he survives for a while because they're they're have a cool picture in a car together. Ah, so, interesting. I'll tweet it out. All right, I think it's time for some predictions. And now your AfterBuzz TV prediction. Every, every week. All right. Nando, we're going to start with you down at the end. Okay. What are your predictions? Well, for? I just feel this whole Roderick, Emma, uh, in, in relationships really interesting and I, I feel part of the reason why Roderick doesn't give a crap about Louise uh, first of all he's a user you could tell I mean he he's getting a kick out of everything but I think his next victim so to speak or his next uh, bedmate is going to be Emma so that's my prediction right there that, that they're going to end up hooking up uh, Emma, Emma probably needs to hook up with someone after she's being rejected by Joe and mm-hmm. I don't think Jacob's going to take her in so uh, yeah I see that that couple pairing off I'm with you on that one yeah and that's really? mine. I'm not yeah. there with that. I, I mean, I know it's your boy Roderick. I know you love Roderick. <laughs> that's my I man. do love my Roderick. <laughs> that's my Teresa invitation, by the way. Is that? Yeah. <laughs> Teresa sounds an awful lot like, like your, a your Twitter, Twitter voice. <laughs> <laughs> that's no. my man. Leave him alone. <laughs> I'm sorry. Now no, I'm all screwed up. I'm, I'm waiting for Teresa to start talking sorry. like that. Okay, Teresa, what is your prediction? Um... I want to see more of Agent Parker. I feel like they teased her backstory with the cult and her family, and they haven't really looped back to that, and I think it's about time. So I want to see more of that. And I think, obviously, Claire is going to get kidnapped by the cult, Mm -hmm. and um, we'll see how it's done. Um, Should be exciting. I agree. Yeah, it should be exciting. episode. the shock a minute episode from coming next week. Uh, I just... I don't have any major predictions. I, I, I do... Um, I'm interested to see who the, who the latest follower is to step up because everyone we know, Louise and all, all the people that we know, are gone. So, you know, th- there will be someone new. But I do have a pre- I do think that there's no way our bad Nick Donovan's going to make it two more episodes. There's no way he's <laughs> you're, make you're predicting an ABD. I'm not rooting for it. You're predicting ABD. A B to A B D, man. A B <laughs> to the brother D. down. I'm kept, I'm calling it. It, 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 may be, it may not be next week, but it's no no chance you think, he survives. Nick Donovan has been nowhere near any action so far. He's been he, so he far a, in the rear. He had a vest on and, and he had a jacket on this time. Yeah, gun drawn and everything. He's he out probably the mix. begged wardrobe for it. I think they've had him so far. Man. It's only Ryan Hardy that ever gets to bust anybody or shoot anybody. Nick Donovan, yeah, he will not make it. That's my prediction. All right, so Nick Donovan's at all right. ABD. I like to see him go. Me too. 
I want to see him transition. I want to see him flower as a character and be, turn into somebody we all like and don't. Like him flower in a, as a character? Blossom. Blossom. <laughs> like a young girl? I bloom. Like a, <laughs> Would you let me have my analogies? No one questions yours. <laughs> when you flowered something Last earlier today. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you seeded a flower. You seeded a flower. All right. I think uh, I think that in the next, because Ryan now <laughs> has become aware of his love for Claire in a different way, uh, I think that Ryan is going to confess his love to Claire in an ugly miss. I think there's going to be a, like a I think there's going to be a, that, for those of you who, who don't know what a foomp is, apparently that's when they cross. Okay. I think he's going to he's going to confess his love and it's going to be in that is weird inopportune moment and it's going to be awkward. She's going to reject him? I think so. Wow. I think it's going to be too much of the um, I don't have a son right now, my husband's got a bunch of people and you're confessing your love for me, this is creepy, weird, bye. I think that's happening. That's, that's all I got. I like that. All right, Nando Val, where can we find you, sir? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nando Val, and also here uh, after Buzz for Walking Dead, Amazing Race, and Celebrity Apprentice. Oh my God, yes, a lot. You're a busy man. I know, it. busy here. Teresa uh, Lawn of the Network Publicist. Where can we find you? I'll keep it simple. Just tweet me at Following Buzz. Excellent, Mr. Braswell. Where can we find you, sir? Grantland.com, ILM series come to a close. ILM, Avengers, Star Wars, all that good stuff. And uh, here at After Buzz, the following today, Justified tomorrow, and uh, the Americans with you, Joe Flippo, on Wednesday. On to Wednesday. If you guys haven't checked out the Grantland series, you got to check it out. It's uh, Joe has done a seven-part series on six part seven. 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 Seven-part series on, uh, on on Lucasfilm, and it's absolutely brilliantly done. And it's uh, give, give you the whole breakdown of the history and what they're doing now. It's wonderful. They're sweet. I am. I care about the young people. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, you can find me at Joe Flippo at Twitter. And uh, if you guys haven't checked out Escaping Planet Earth, please do so. I got a voice in that guy. And it was a pleasure having you with us. We want to thank Marissa once again, our wonderful producer Woo! who is a rock star and is trying to get us to shut this down. And one more time, a thank you to Aiden Canto for calling in and giving us such a nice interview. Thank you, Aiden. Have a beautiful week, it's, you guys. We'll see you next week. Is that raining? Is it raining? It, oh, oh, it's raining. It's raining. It's raining. It's raining. Yeah. Your weather girl. That is it for us. There we go. For you. From Bing.com, executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. It's raining.